0: Hello, hello, hello! I'm your host, Nikki C, and welcome to the second season of Life Got in the Way. For those of you who are new to the space, Life Got in the Way is a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Today's featured guest is actor-turned-award-winning director, McGregory Frederick. Born in Haiti and raised in Harlem, New York, Frederick is a talented actor, executive producer, director, and philanthropist. He has been in the industry for four years, cast as lead actor in The Underground in 2020, The Moth in 2018, both of which can be found on Amazon Prime. Frédéric was notably featured in an Academy Award winning film, The Neighbor's Window in 2019. He completed his first film, Regret, which was released November 15, 2021. So without further ado, we're out with the old. And in with the new Life got in the way, got to Gregory Frederick. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us.
1: Grateful for having me.
0: All right. So you are the award-winning director. Yay. (laughs) Congratulations. Um you are the the first director that we've had on the podcast. So it's very exciting. We've had um people from a lot of different backgrounds. And um, in entertain entertainment world. so this is a really exciting treat to have you kind of talk to us, talk to our listeners because there's a lot of listeners who may be interested or are in the film world. So being able to have this conversation with an independent filmmaker can be you know very beneficial for them. So um, as we talked or you know kind of corresponded a little bit about the podcast, it's all about how life got in the way and for a lot of people, a lot of things have, you know, held them back from pursuing their goals and dreams and things like that. So this is a great opportunity for um, our listeners to kind of learn from you and your experiences um, in the industry. So if you could kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, give us a little bit of your background to get started, and we'll kind of go from there. So tell us about yourself.
1: Well, I started four years ago. Um I was coming for, I was coming from a trip from Brazil, um, and I went shopping in the city and I was on Long Island Railroad and I received a text message from this um company called 360 Casting. Um, they told me if I invested $1.75, they would get me gigs. I'm like, me out of all people? Like, I think that 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 number I have till this day was for somebody else. You know? So I think oh, that's wow. yeah. So I think that text message was was meant for me. So I was like, let me see if this is a scam. So I called the number up. I was like, hey, it was like, yes, this is real. Um, just invest $1.74. You can um, free trial for, I think, seven days, and we'll take it from there. So I was like, what do I have to lose at the end of the day? It's seventy four. So I invested the dollar, seventy four, and then from there, um, that dollar took me onto another level. I mean, my first background was with Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, The Week Of. And then, from there, I remember that following December, um, I received my first stunt credit from Rock Island TV. It was exciting, you know, like this this being in the movies, and people don't people don't know like I actually got fired from Home Depot because the fact that I was calling out of work because I wanted to be on set, so they started catching on. But when they fired Ooh. me yeah, when they fired me at that moment, I felt like I was you know, like this is something I wanted to do. So I was like, you know what? Forget about this job. Let's keep going. Um, I kept going, and in the following year, I was the lead. I was one of the leads for the Underground, and I did the Moth. Um, I did Chaining Day. What else I have? I got the Canary, uh, Devastation in a Life. I have so many different. Yes. It's it's just yeah. like it's 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 mind blowing for me to. Act. I think I have like fifty credits now under my name. Less than four years. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, people don't understand. It's, it's hard work. People think it's easy to actually get gigs, and it's really not because you're always going to get rejected, you know? I, I got rejected, like, so many different times. I know a lot of people view me as a success story, but they don't know what happened behind the scenes because I do get rejected, you know? But probably I'm only qualified or probably I'm not, but, you know, it's what it's what's best for the project at the end of the day. So for me right. to these these, you know, credits, I'm out of, you know less than 10 years is, it's 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 very difficult and i feel like when people look me up it's just like wow but i think the most exciting one is like being an oscar-winning film the neighbor's windows that, i think that that surprised me because i didn't even know i was in the oscar-winning film until because i always you know take my name on google to see you know what articles right. is written, written about me and i'm like hold up, oscar-winning film and i clicked it and i see my name i'm grateful <laughs> I'm grateful for Mar- Marshall Carey's for actually, you know, putting my name uh, you know, as a credit mm-hmm. as with the stars. And from there, it was mind blowing. And to this day, I still get work just because I was in that Oscar winning film. It's so amazing. It's 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 crazy. Trust me.
0: Yeah, you just never know how one little thing, a wonderful moment, just opens up so many doors for you. Yeah. And how exciting is that? Like uh you A lot of times films don't go out to set, especially when you're telling a story, they don't go out to necessarily set out to win awards and be award winning. They're just, you know, they're just telling stories that are important or that they're passionate about. So when you have this story out there and not only is it your story that you're telling that people are connecting to, but now it's an award winning story. So all those people who were just on it because, you know, they love the passion they're you know, they're passionate about acting and directing and all those things. That's just like the ice on the cake. Like, what? You know, and I always think about, you know, independent film. You don't go into it, you know, doing that. Or when just starting film, sometimes you just don't go into it thinking, like, okay, we're, we're, we're trying to make our next box office hit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so no, when it I, does
0: I, hit. No,
1: no, you're yeah. absolutely right. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, because when I got on set, I was like, oh, this is probably another film or whatever. Most people. Uh, yes i like probably another film but when they was telling me about the guy i'm like okay and they were, I, they were just telling me but people that actually left that set and didn't show up on set i know they regretted it
0: oh uh, heck, yeah. <laughs> heck yeah that one day that i told you i was still upset that i when i got that call but for the wire and i didn't i, st- I chose to go to work that day
1: <laughs> <And You> see, <laughs> sometimes, like, hey sometimes been somebody <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes when that opportunity presents itself you have to seize it
0: right and people don't
1: seize that they don't seize the opportunity that's a fun of them and I feel like that's why most people give up because the pe- people I was working with you know four years ago they actually went back to they the nine to five and years later you look at me you know because I didn't give up that's the thing
0: yeah and and that's so important and not only did you not give up you have now I saw I saw a couple of your shorts by the way, I really really uh, you, you have a very versatile palette, your style, and uh, I appreciate that. and I love that you started with learning the craft in front of the camera. and so now you've taken that leap from in front to behind the camera. So what was your initial drive to now go from the acting? To now, it's like I'm behind the lens. I, w- I want to do. I want to do directing. What was your drive to um, to start making films? How did that get started?
1: Well, I'm a type of guy that every time on I'm, um, I'm on set, I'm always learning. So I ask questions. You know, what you know, what's a close up? What's a mid shot? What's the, um, the master shot? What kind of lens do, do we have to change before we shoot this? You know, I ask questions before I, you know I, I, I actually do something. That's just me. So the set was my second home. It was a classroom for me. That was my job. So when the time for me was like, you know what, when it's time for me to direct, I, I will know, you know, so that, that was something that, you know, most people don't understand They get on set that, you know, they don't network. They don't ask questions. They just want to do, get the job and go home. Not me. I'm always asking questions. And I feel like, you know, that's how regret came about. Um, beginning of last year, um, I was actually drinking wine. I'm like, yo, I, 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 I'm, I'm mastering, um, Acting now, so let's 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 take the leap to you know direct something or write something. So I did something like Jordan Pill, but Jordan Pill the difference with me in Jordan Pill he was smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his uh, core cool inspiration. Yeah, saying, when he was writing the script, he was like, "Oh, this sounds good," but he said, "Would think what would, would people love this?" Like I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue writing it anyway. So for me, there I would go wine. right. Yeah, I was drinking wine and I'm like, "Yo, this sounds pretty good." So I made a phone call to one of my friends like, "Yo, check this out." Hey, um, listen to this da, 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 da. yo Mike that's good what are you doing over there I call you back <laughs> and after that and after I was like this was good then I posted it on Facebook a couple of days later I think I received over 500 messages
0: wow oh yes I, I got to see that Um, it's like about 15 minutes long and I was gonna ask you how did you come up with the idea for regret
1: I mean uh-huh. I know you
0: were you were sitting at home you were uh, <laughs> but um what was it the, the, the actual storyline what was that that kind of got you like this is it
1: i felt like with so many things i've seen in my life it was time to tell a story about what really happens behind closed doors about a man that's being insecure about his wife and the, the fact that his wife loves him to death but he doesn't see that i think because mm-hmm. of his past with his parents he sees his mother cheating on the his father and and from there, I think that destroyed him as a man, you know. So he he put this persona um, in front of people that you know he's this good guy, but behind closed door he's a monster. So I felt yeah. like I see that with a lot of men. So I was like, it was about time for me to write a movie like that. And I'm actually I'm happy I did it. And I felt like the people can relate to the movie the movie in so many ways, relationships, marriage, like that's why I wanted to write it, and that's why you know it got so much insecurities.
0: Hmm.
1: yeah definitely yeah. so it's 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 crazy there's real people out there like that and i'm a type of guy that love to do project that can connect people once you connect people you won
0: yeah yeah
1: but that's why all these movies are big um box office hit because it, the audience connect with the movie
0: yeah and uh, i was just talking to someone about like the idea of connections like um you know that's why a show like Insecure does so well because people can connect to characters and yeah. people they feel real. Like I mean, sometimes you want to get lost in um, you know the uh, the non real the, the the you but you sometimes you can tell you know that's why people are drawn to reality shows but then that becomes so out there that it's like okay I can't relate to what they're <laughs> fighting about And I, you know, did she just flip that table over I can't no that's not that's not real no, but sometimes when you see characters like your characters in regret and they're just a married couple and you know getting ready to just you know be in their home and you just see the dynamics and it's like you see these 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 you see the ticks or you see the insecurities and it's like that's what that's real life. That's what people experience. And sometimes you want that. You want to feel that. You want to just see it uh, visually. So um, I really, really, it was very intense. <laughs> I like the trailer because the trailer, there were like no words until the end. Um, yeah. I thought that was very intentional. And so it's just, it built up that tension. So yeah. I really um, enjoyed your shorts there, um, your short. Uh, so now that you, have you have a couple of um, you've acted in a couple, No, know you've done like Canary and um, you know, that one underground, all these uh, different um things. What do you think? Um, was what was it? I was gonna say it was um, it's about your your style, like, why do you think you gravitate to it? Seems like it more of a, like a drama. Or maybe like a dark, uh, sometimes a little dark drama. <laughs> what, what draws you to these types of projects? And um, are you...
1: Past relationships, movies, um, so many different things I've seen. So I felt like, I think drama is my best genre, at, you know, compared to any genre out there. I think drama is because, like I said, you connect, you can feel. When a, when a character is crying you get that bubbly feeling with that character and you start to cry. Right. That's yes. why I love, that's why I love, that's why I love drama because you can connect with the character and you can, you feel emotional. You know, when a guy's telling a woman, I love you, you know, I would never do you wrong with a woman. Like, you know, I did all this for you. How can you do this to me? So drama, I think drama is, is one of the best genres up there when it comes to film. Mm-hmm. That's why people love to do dra- um, you know, drama. So I connect with all those things because, you know, like I said, past relationships, you know, things I see with my friends, uh, movies. Um and just so many different things, you know. And I feel like that's better too, because you get to write about those things. So I think that's why it was easy for me to write regret because I went, you know, I went through those things, you know.
0: Yeah. You know? And uh in and, and just in movies in general, when you I've I've noticed that when the directors or the the actors or you know, the creators they put themselves in it a lot of it comes from their stories that they've went through. you know you look at Spike, he's telling their and sometimes the easiest story it's just like with writers, some of the easiest stories to tell are the stories that you kind of live through, that your experiences. And only you can tell your story, you know and, and tell it in different ways. It doesn't have to be exactly the way it happened, but that's always a good starting point of just storytelling yeah. and good storytelling is relatability. Yes. Um, so you want to be able to relate. So now you mentioned you have been in the um, in the world in the business for about like four years, four years, acting and directing. So during these four years, I know that there was this 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 thing called this pandemic. Mm-hmm. How were you impacted um, by the pandemic, and how did it affect you as an artist?
1: Well, honestly, the pandemic didn't really hurt me at all because if it wasn't the, okay. pe- the okay. pandemic i wouldn't we wouldn't be talking i wouldn't write regret
0: oh wow i love it yes say that i think, say I that think the aloud.
1: pandemic happened for a reason for me to you know sit my ass at home and like damn i can't even go with nowhere like that and then that's when you start to think i'm like yo let me start writing you know like um, right now people are not filming and nothing like that so let me let me do something on my own and i'm grateful yeah. I'm grateful that it happened because I met so many different people. I mean, throughout the journey, I mean, good people. Uh, if it wasn't for those people regret wouldn't be award-winning film, you know, cause so I'm grateful for that. So I'm grateful for the pandemic. It happened.
0: Yes. I'm grateful too. Um, I mean, you know, there were times where I'm like, I'm not grateful for, you know, the, the loss and everything like that of course. just being able to pause right mm-hmm. everybody just had an opportunity to pause i probably wouldn't have done this podcast if it wasn't for the pandemic sure. i mean like you said we wouldn't be talking we wouldn't be here sitting here across and i'm like i probably wouldn't have joined that that group that i was in where i met you and then it's like wait oh he had an award-winning let me reach out to him the, we got to talk about this you know <laughs> <And> it's just, <laughs> so it's just such a cool thing to kind of be able to to see this this see this as an opportunity to grow and just pause, like you said. We, a lot of creativity has come from from this situation. Now, um, you know that we've been talking about like the successes, and I think you briefly mentioned, um, you know, there are times when you're rejected. So, what do you do? Um, how do you pick yourself up um, after a failed film or a failed project? Um, well, hey. well, what is your definition of fail? You know, <laughs> that's a, that's a question in itself.
1: When, I, when, when things, when I get rejected and, you know, I get, I um, get the role I think I'm good for, mm-hmm. I pick myself right back up. It's, 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 listen, like Eric Thomas said, pain is temporary, you know,
0: right.
1: Next, you know, that, that happened today. It didn't happen tomorrow. So you keep, you keep going and you, you keep pushing yourself. So, and I felt like that's why I love, that's why. I love the, um, the universe so much because the fact that the universe tests you. So if you don't let one thing bother you, the universe is going to bless you with another. Cause I, I, I that happens to me t- sometimes when I get rejected, when I wake up the following morning being McGregor, congratulations, we cast you in this film, let us know if you accept the role. That's why I love the universe. As long as you mm-hmm. stay in that path and you know, and you know what you're doing at the end of the day and you're not, you know, acting people over, the universe is going to bless you. And that's why I don't F people over, you know, I, I'm, right. sincere, you know, I'm sincere and, you know, I do the best I can because the universe is watching and karma is real. You know, it's, it's all about picking yourself back up. That's the thing. People get rejected. They get, no, I can't do it no more. You know, because they, you know why? Because they never got told in their life the first time it breaks them. You know, I'm so used to right. it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't get that, role. I'm gonna keep going. You know, it's no problem. Yeah,
0: you got to, you got to, because this world is always going to try to break you, babe. Oh, of course. Yeah, keep that spirit. Keep that spirit. Um. So, if you weren't acting and or in or being in films, what career would you have pursued? I saw a little bit on on a on your media, but I would just want to hear it from you.
1: <laughs> well, so before everything started, before this entire journey of me acting directing started. I was working for a law firm, so uh, from there it was pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool job doing paperwork and so long learning about the law behind closed doors. It was pretty cool uh until one day I went home. That was the day off. I sat down and draft day came up with Kevin Costner, and I'm like, oh mm. I love football so much. Let's, let's perf- you know, pursue football." And then I had a friend from college named Amari. You know, he played football on uh, cornerback, and I was like, listen." I want to become a football player. And he told me all I needed to learn. So it was, it was pretty cool. Um, went really far with it. I played Westchester City Community College. I mean, Westchester Steelers, I'm sorry. Um, Team America. Um, I had a, like an agent that he, you know, he, he put, I think he had connections with the New York Giants, New York Jets, uh, Miami. They was looking for somebody um, to do um, kick return. Uh, I actually posted my video on YouTube I remember they, some kids. Kids was tagging um, Kansas City. Like, yeah, we need this receiver. We need this receiver. So it was. It was good until I got in an accident in December. I remember. Oh. So that del- that derailed everything for me. So, but listen, I'm like, God, listen. Everything happens for a reason. I love the NFL, and I feel like mm-hmm. as, as, as I pursue what I need to pursue, they're gonna reach out to me. You know, I, I love that game so much. So I'm not worried about it. And you know, I'm just worried about what I'm doing now. You know, my main my main goal right now is. That Oscar, because uh, I told myself,
0: okay.
1: So, okay. So I told myself, if I can become award-winning director, I know for a f- fact I can be Academy Award winner.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, definitely.
1: That's, that's like because I never listen. Not in my wildest dreams, <laughs> wildest dream, like yo. Because I knew Regret was going to win something, but winning in a first-time director, oh, that's like that's my first film. Yeah. I, and you were Listen, you want to know something so crazy? What's that? I never took an acting class in my life. I never took a directing class in my life. Never. I learned on set, and I learned from watching movies. So, I just tell you right there, like, anything is possible. If you Sometimes
0: put your that's the best teacher, you know?
1: Yes, exactly. So, for those out there, you know, if you want to pursue something, I... I I recommend, you know, you do your due diligence and, you know, do your homework, you know, reach out. Just do your own thing because people people keep thinking having this entitlement, entitlement mindset, like people just going to put them on.
0: Right. No, that's no, not how it
1: works. No, they're not. These, all these girls, like, think they're going to get, like, yo, bro. No, they're not. Trust me. Yeah. It's, it's it, very... It's, it's ruling. It's, this business is cutthroat, is very, very difficult. I am telling you. So what I had to go through these four years, people have, haven't even experienced yet. And I felt like when they go through it, some of them are going to give up. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it's extremely difficult. Yeah.
0: <sighs> definitely, definitely. Um, so... I was gonna ask you what advice you would you give to young young uh, filmmakers who are looking to get their start in filmmaking, but you kind of answered that a little bit. So uh, <laughs> you ahead of the game, like
1: <laughs> so. Uh,
0: and and I think that that's important. Just knowing not to give up, but then knowing that it's not going to be easy. And I think a lot of people, like you said, they want to pump somebody put them on. I think. You understand what it means to build connections, like building connections and having solid connections and networks. That's how you come up. It's not because, oh, I know this person ain't going to put me in their movie. No, you got to know this person. You have to follow this person. You have to research this. You have to do that. And then when I see that you're doing all this and then I'm like, yeah, I would love to have you on my film because yeah.
1: you've put in the work <laughs> and I know it you can look, do yeah. it. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. People skip the process. That's the yeah. thing. People, they want to take shortcuts. It's like, okay, I'm gonna take a shortcut and get to the top. And then when people asking you questions, you like, oh I don't know. Now like you're a fraud. We don't want to walk, we don't want to work with you because you don't know mm-hmm. what the hell you're going. See with the process. Yeah. The process helps you build character. That's the thing about the process. It it, it teaches you, you know, what to do, what not to do. You know, when you when you take rejection, that's the thing about the process. It it builds you, because now when it gets to a time when things really blast off, you're ready. Your head yeah. is high when you walk in that room. Oh snap, me Gregory. You know, right? You know, you're, you're not like you're walking in the room like, oh snap, I don't know. Yeah, you're ready. I, so. kn- I know him. <laughs> <laughs> people, I don't know. People love skipping the process. It's never going to work out if you skip the process. Trust me, it don't work like that. It don't trust me.
0: It really does not. Um, so you know, we we talked about. You mentioned that you watched other films and and, and things like that, and watched other uh, how they how they do it. What are some? What is which is a particular filmmaker that has influenced you the most?
1: Wow, good question.
0: I know, right?
1: <laughs> I have to say, hmm, Spike Lee, and definitely, um. Denzel Washington. Uh, he's oh, uh,
0: he's, he's amazing. I can't wait to see the the film that he has out with um
1: Jordan, um, Michael, uh, you know, uh, Jordan. Michael
0: B. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. And that's based on a true story.
1: Yeah. So yeah. so Denzel is is a is a workforce. Um a work Like I definitely want to work with that guy. Like Jamie Foxx, <sighs> yeah. Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. Will Smith, um, Matt Damon, all these big time Tom Cruise. I, I felt like i'm ready for the professional level you know like mm-hmm. and that's what i'm aiming for to be in the professional level to work with professionals because i've been on set trust me i would be like what the hell is going on like and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you
0: can always tell a professional set versus a non-professional set. Yeah, i've like, been on a lot of them but I've, I've experienced what it's like when everything's running smoothly i'm like okay this is what it's supposed to be and then yes, something yes. that's a hot a, a train wreck I was like, Ain't
1: nobody here to on set, time? Somebody coming to set three hours later. Yeah, um, I was
0: like, yeah. cell phone on the on the set. No, you, you the actor, you the star. Why your cell phone on? <laughs> Why the director yelling at you? Quiet on the effing set. <laughs> <Yeah>, I'm <it's, it's laughs> a I'm an extra, and I knew not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right. So, all right. So we got the we got the what 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 influenced you as a filmmaker so I'm asking ask you which book would you love I mean I don't know if you are into reading but if you could make um or into like you know but if you could make a book into a film one day
1: which would what would it be I love reading books I play.
0: okay okay yeah because I mean some people are like I love memoirs so I just you know so I you know whether it's fiction I just, memoir
1: I just um brought um Anthony McConaughey's book.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't got a chance to read it yet, but I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start on it. Um, Lamar Odom's Two Darkness to Light." Uh, very, very powerful book, man. This guy. Went yes, he. Long. That
0: man went through so much. It's such a story to just to learn from and grow from. And I, I just, just even the loss of his kid. Oh my gosh, just that alone will like- break so many.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. A book like that—that's something I would turn into a movie because the fact that when you have nothing and you get everything you ever desire, it's, it's hard for you to maintain that because you never had it. See, again, I'm a type of guy. I learned from guys like Lamar Odom, and, you know, all these guys that fell off. You know, not to make the same mistakes they make. That's the type of guy I'm always learning. Because when I mean I'm reading about celebrities, I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing right? that. Right? And that's what—that's that.
0: what it's supposed to do you know, I think people don't look, I think people look at the glamour of celebrity status and life, but I'm like, then it's not just that, like you learn from their stories. Like, what? this is why I wanted to do a podcast. I even when I was younger, I always wanted to interview celebrities, but I didn't want to interview them to talk about, you know, all the great things that they, you know, I wanted to interview them to get the real story, not the the drama, but the the stories that people can learn from and grow from, because that's, that's the heart. That's how we. That's how we as humans learn and grow. So, yeah, like I, I, I
1: love those. Mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, sometimes, and it's sometimes when those things occur, more celebrities do the same thing. These like these other celebrities. do. I'm like, bro, this yeah. guy, this, Why are you following his footsteps? What the hell, am I? like. Didn't you see what happened with Jada? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's So you know what drives me crazy about this whole thing, like these people made it exactly you made it man you made it out of the fucking um crowd of the crowd out of the um, barrel uh, like you made it there was a chance of making it yeah. extremely difficult and that's why i'm like for me things are happening i'm not taking my success for granted you know mm-hmm. i have to cut a lot of people off and sometimes you have to do that you know yeah. it's true when you it's start hard people. but yeah when you, you start up being success, people's gonna start being buddy buddies with you and all that stuff. So, I've learned it's my life and it's my decisions. You know, if I don't want you mm-hmm. around me, that's it. So, these guys actually made it, man, and it kills me sometimes. They lose all their money, girls take all their. But life. you
0: know, but you know what? Sometimes, like like you said at the beginning, there's some things we just have to go through in life. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it made them better people. Like when Will Smith lost all his money, he lost it all. And look where he's at now. You know, I mean, he's still growing, learning. I mean, that book, oh my gosh, you ever get a chance to read his book. That's inspiring. Um, But, you know, all of them, um, you know, how they just got their start. They weren't all. And then sometimes they lost it. Sometimes they would lose it all and have to build, rebuild again. So there's, there's a story there. And that's the stories that we can learn from as humans.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially mm-hmm. like you, like you said, Mike Tyson as well. You know, he was yes, making,
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: worth now. He's making a lot of money every month.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Mike is good. <laughs> what and is you that? know this. Just have to. Um. Okay, so now a lot of times we have all these different films that are out here. You're a filmmaker, so if you could have, and I this is a funny question, but if you could have an opportunity to Go back in time and change something in a particular movie of yours or anybody else's, then which movie would you change and what would you opt for?
1: I would honestly go back and change the movie Time with Justin Timberlake. Mm. The fact that he let his mother die, that like the writers let the mother die, is just like, oh, that's yeah. brutal. They should have let the girlfriend die, like, die you know, instead. like That's the way I see it because you only have one mother. You can always have another girlfriend. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that when, the, when the mother died, I'm like, bro, why would they guys kill the mother? Yeah. Like in the middle I, of the movie. It turned me off completely like, bro, that's stupid.
0: I will always remember uh, I think if I could ever do that it would always be hands down the Titanic in the scene with Jack and Rose, mm-hmm. I would make sure she moves over to give him room. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like it was enough room.
1: <laughs> was she to had th- to
0: move over.
1: I thought about that too when I on you know, I'm like, well, oh, like, I thought about <laughs> that. It's funny how you said that. I'm like, you don't let this poor guy die. And like, yeah,
0: she's like, Jack, I was like, Jack could have survived. All you had to do was move your ass over. <laughs> battle survival. <laughs> now, that, would, that would have been the one. That would have been the one. That, that, that one scene. I'm like, could have at least maybe, he, even if he died overnight, at least he had a fighting well, chance. He, <laughs> he left him in... You know, he just like, you know, the, you know, and all that stuff. And, you know, but at least he would have had a fighting chance. He died, he died on the raft versus just in the water, freezing to death. <laughs> and then we just watch his cold body just... Yeah, that was kind That's of messed up. But uh, <laughs> I would definitely... That would be my one to change. All right, so um, this has been great. I have enjoyed talking to you. Um, you got some upcoming, some really cool projects so coming up. So you want to tell us a little bit about some of the upcoming projects that you got?
1: Well, we have the deal. Uh, we actually nah,
0: yeah, through. I was just watching the the trailer for that one. Cool. I mean the uh, so, where you so- were talking with the uh, star. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Justin Michaelson—he's actually an Emmy Award winner. So he actually did the DP work for Regret. So um, I feel like the deal is going to be one of those shorts that people going to be talking about. Probably in college, they probably make a program for that because the way we we the way I did the script is, is is something different. I mean, it's never been done in Hollywood, and I, I feel like that's what's going to break the mold when it comes to short films. I mean, people's going to have to use all their brain cells to try to come something with this because what i've done is nice completely completely unique different and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna stand out um yeah it's, it's pretty cool man we definitely started kickstarter you know the deal on you know you can definitely get the people definitely can check that out um
0: i'm gonna make sure i put that um the dis- in the description too, uh, the 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 links to the Kickstarter and everything. Uh, we already that's, we, we that's already real-
1: started um, casting for it on Backstage, so people can go apply for that too. If you're from Los Angeles only, uh, okay. There's so many different things happening, but my main focus right now is just you know the deal right now. I, I feel like that that that's okay. gonna fit my you know next level of filmmaking. So,
0: all right. So for our Los Angeles listeners, if you want to get into it, this is your chance to look and see. How you can be connected to such a really cool thing. (laughs) All right. So um, at the end, I always do this kind of lightning round, random round, and I ask a few questions. And so I'm just going to ask you a few questions to kind of get a feel for you as a person. So, all right. So, what is something that makes you smile?
1: Good question. It's it's really hard to make me smile though.
0: (laughs) Uh, You. been smiling this whole time that's (laughs) because you're talking about your films
1: now you're asking good questions with a vibe i'm loving the vibe it's just be you you know that's all i'm a type of guy i'm I'm straightforward i'm direct you know as long Mm -hmm. as you direct with me we're cool and then we can take it from there um yeah just just you as a person that's all
0: awesome awesome all right so Name a time when you were inspired by something you saw or someone you...
1: Someone I saw. Oh, man. Denzel Washington. Yes. <laughs> when he played Malcolm X, I, I was like, this guy is going to be great. I mean, he performed Malcolm X. Whew, yeah. Magnificent. I mean, he portrayed that yes. character. He bodied that character. And I'm upset that the Oscar, you know, didn't mm-hmm. give him that award, you know they, It's because it's, it's, they knew it They gave him that award mm-hmm. Oh hell, it's going to break loose <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy
1: Yeah,
0: so it's like It's
1: it's crazy how he went for training day I'm like But anyway he. Yeah. he, he but him. you know what,
0: he's that versatile He can do what he want
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you that's know? What and,
0: I, and that's what I appreciate about him Because, you know Oh, I'll, I'll tell you why I appreciate Denzel later. This is your round. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you do to relax?
1: What I do to relax every single morning, I watch motivation videos. Okay. Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, um, all these gurus. That, you know that actually made it. You know, I listen to these guys because they they went through it. So every morning when I get a chance, I listen to them. You know, I have to. That's how I start my day. You know, during the day too, I listen, you know, when I'm relaxed on the TV, I I sink in, you know, I envision what they're going through. I'm going through the same thing. So sometimes music videos, but mostly motivation videos always.
0: I like that. I like that. It's always good to just start your day off right. Positivity, right?
1: Yeah, Of course.
0: Okay. So I just want to thank you so much for taking the time out. To come on and and do this uh, this segment with me, um, you are the first in the new year. <laughs> oh. We are in twenty twenty two. Can you believe it?
1: No, ah. I'm still. Yeah, hey, listen, we made it. What
0: Yes, we we did. I mean, I'm like, I'm still bugging that it. it's twenty twenty two. I say it out loud. It doesn't even. It sounds foreign. All right, so like I said, thank you again for joining. And if listeners want to get more information about your your uh, all of your experiences and what you got going on and what's next, where can they go?
1: Um, they can definitely find me on Facebook McGregory Frederick. You can find me on Instagram, McGregory Frederick Official, um, Twitter, Mr. Frederick, that's what six, um, 16 because I need that's my used to be my phone number, number sixteen. Um, <laughs> what else? I think that's, they can follow me on YouTube too, McGregor Frederick. Um, okay. They can follow me, yeah, you know, they can find me on different places.
0: Okay, yeah, because you are all over the social media. I did not have any problems doing research on you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it ain't everywhere. Okay, okay, this is easy. <laughs> awesome awesome well i just want to thank you again for joining um for giving us all of these little nuggets of information I, I know that the the listeners will take away a great deal from you and they can you know check out your future projects and i just want to thank everyone who took the time out to tune in and i want you to continue to tune in every tuesday and ooh, tune in every thursday <laughs> Tuesday, Thursday at ten a.m. for a new episode. And remember to hit the subscribe button, tell your friends, you know, um, you know, whatever, you know, fill out a review, give us five stars so that you won't miss any episodes. And until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. And remember, it's time to get back to dreaming again. And if not now, then when?